0: This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, hey, what's happening, guys? Welcome back to a Tuesday tune up. I tried to start a little differently today because I literally realized every time I start with, hey, what's up, guys? Every time. Anyway, this is J.M. Ryerson. We are here for a Tuesday tune up with the Ryersons. And to my left, we have
1: Lisa. Right, <laughs> <Okay. Ryerson. laughs>
0: You never know. It could just be some Lisa that decided to wander on into the studio and say what's up.
1: Some rando.
0: Could have been. <laughs> uh, anyway, today, it's kind of we've been on a little bit of a pattern here. But I think with what happened is going on in the world today, I think this is really applicable because let's face it. The world is a little screwed up right now. It's a little bit at each other's throats, very ah, divisive issues out there. And what we're going to talk about today, I think can serve a major purpose. And here's what it is. I want people to think about forgiving for you. So we're going to talk about a lot of F words today. And no, mom, it's not the F word you hate that I say every once in a while. It is My favorite F word is actually freedom. Mm -hmm. And without forgiveness, without forgiving, you can't have freedom. So that's what we're going to dive into today. And I know we have 15 minutes to get into a really big issue. But one of the first lessons my parents taught me is just, you know, they would always say, as a man, you need to say, I'm sorry. Okay. So you do that part. I can't control the other person forgiving me and saying no problem. But what I do want to think about what I want to talk about is actually being on the other side and being that person that can forgive. We talked about letting go last episode. This is really diving a little bit deeper to say forgiveness. And I have some pretty cool examples I want to share. So when I just say the word forgiveness, what comes to your mind?
1: Yeah, so forgiveness, you know, back in the day when I used to um, hear that word, it was kind of like, why? You know, why do I have to forgive? Because I would hold on to that kind of that negative hatred per se, or, you know, just whatever, just grudge against somebody who may have done me wrong. And now when you say the word forgiveness, I think of, okay, cool. Because the sooner I can forgive somebody or an event, or anything, the sooner I can become free.
0: Agreed. And my favorite example, he's also arguably my favorite leader of all time. I just, I think he might be the most remarkable person to walk planet Earth, or one of them. And that's Nelson Mandela. And we got a chance to visit Robben Island in in Cape Town, or outside of Cape Town, excuse me, uh, what, about a year or so ago. Mm -hmm. And so we got a chance to not only you hear these stories, but then you see the cell that he was in and it became that much more real or I'd heard the story. And I guess the story, it goes like this upon his inauguration. For those of you that don't know, just quick little side note on who Nelson Mandela is and was uh, or was, excuse me, he was in falsely in prison for 27 years, 27 years. And on the night of his inauguration to be president of South Africa, he invited the prosecuting attorney and the guard who had guarded him for 19 years. Now, the guard had done everything, and more than everything, things unimaginable, unimaginable to do to another human being. Defecated on him, beat him, I mean, you name it. And the reporter asked him, how could you forgive this man and invite him to the most special day of your life? And he said, I wouldn't still be in that prison cell today if I didn't. Mm. And I get chills even now because I've seen the cell. We saw the cell that he was in. I can't imagine. So all these petty things and look, it's not to compare, but that's always given me perspective. Like, if somebody's done something where I really feel wronged, man, try and bring bring a little Mandela to the world, bro. Like that is incredible. So I don't know what you were there, you saw it. Some of these things that we try and forgive, this man forgave the worst. How do yeah. you? Yeah,
1: truly amazing human, right? Truly amazing human to be able to do that. And and I see his point because at the same time, what he's saying is if he didn't forgive the guard, right? If he didn't forgive the prosecuting attorney, he would still be in prison because he's still allowing those humans to have power over him, right? And that's really cool um, to think about. It's like, so you're forgiving. Yes, you're forgiving that person, but you're really forgiving for yourself, right? In kind of a selfish way, (laughs) you know? But it's freeing at the same time because it turns it into a positive, it right? turns it into, okay, you know what? I'm not going to have that bad juju on me. I'm not going to have that negative energy on me anymore. I'm going to be completely freed of, you know, those humans and live my life in a great way and have a better life because of it.
0: Yeah, so the idea of taking away his power, that's that's something we talk a lot about with the, our kids, right? Because, look, they're brothers. They pick on one another. And one of the things we constantly teach them is like, You don't give your brother that power to let you feel that way. No one can make you feel a certain way. And you want to really piss somebody off that you don't, that has wronged you, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, forgive them. Mm -hmm. Look them in the eye and say, it's okay. It is one of the most powerful things you can do is if you can look at somebody and say, you and I both know you did something real crappy to me and I forgive you that is strength um, and that's my second point is the amount of strength that you show by rising above not staying down where they want you to be not being beaten down that you know the crappy person did something to make you feel lower and so you don't stay there you say I forgive you
1: yeah and something that comes to mind you know when you were saying all that is that um you know great quote that I've heard a long time ago, was hurt people hurt people, right? And once I heard that and really embodied that, when people, you know, would do me wrong or talk behind my back or do things that I was kind of like, gosh, we're adults now. You know, why, why are you doing this? Why are you being so petty? Why are you being so gossipy? You know, whatever the, the situation was. And I always have to go, okay, you know what? Obviously, they're hurting, They're hurting in a certain way that they're trying to bring you down with them. And and I've taken on this new thing. I think it probably hit me about probably three years ago where I started really embodying that and going, you know what? Those people just need love. And how can I help them in that way? So not only forgiving them, right, but understanding that they're doing these things because they're hurting and then having that empathy piece to say, how can I help them? Maybe if I showed them more love, you know, maybe, maybe something I'm doing is making them feel a certain way, right? How can I change the way that I'm acting? And once I took that, it was pretty phenomenal. There was quite a few people that, um, when I really had the intention of doing, you know, loving on them, giving them the attention that they needed, you know, for me to show up in a different way, the results were totally different.
0: Yeah. What's fascinating to watch is we all struggle with these things daily. And here's a silly example, but I talk about this frequently and you watch it. So when people cut me off on the highway, (laughs) do I really need to forgive this person? Yes, I do. Because what happens, my initial reaction, that visceral is what the blank, man? Why would you do that? I got my kids in the car and, and you've taken a, such a different approach. And I don't know if it ties into forgiveness, but you've almost preemptively forgiven them. And so what's your trick to that? Because you don't have that any longer, and you used to. Yeah. So <laughs> it's clearly, it's something you are intentional about, and you've put into play. So tell tell everybody kind of what you use.
1: Yeah, so I learned this actually a long time ago. I don't think I've put it into play for, you know, until maybe more recently. Um, But I remember I had to go to a class uh, because I had a ticket. And so I had to go to this, you know, whatever. You have to go take a class. Now you can do it online. But back in the day, I'm aging myself now. You, You would have to go into a class. And I remember the teacher that was teaching this class saying, here's the deal. When people are cutting you off or they're speeding or they're doing weird, crazy driving moves, right, out there and you're getting upset, like you don't know what's going on with them. They could possibly have a rattlesnake in their car, right? (laughs) It's like coming after them. They could possibly have, you know, their wife is pregnant in the passenger seat and they're rushing her to the hospital. And so now it's kind of a game to me where if somebody's doing something crazy, driving like a maniac or driving extremely slow, which um, I've seen quite a bit of in our new area, um, I actually create little stories in my head. Like, oh, that person's actually falling asleep on the road. Probably not the safest thing for them, but you know what? We're just going to avoid them and move over instead of getting upset with them. Um, Or that person is rushing because they, you know, are picking up their kids late from school. They forgot because that's happened to me before. And I'm sure I'm driving like a maniac, you know, down the street. So, you know, I just do little stories and that just helps me, you know, keep my, what was that word? Visceral. (laughs) That's like one of your favorite words, my visceral reactions.
0: Well, the reason it's one of my favorite words, because that's how you really feel. That's like the boom. That's how I feel. That's raw. That's real stuff. And these tweaks, these uh, tips, these things that we put into play to combat and again, respond, not react because the visceral reaction, that's exactly I'm reacting. I'm not responding. And typically, we don't like the way we react. We can like the way we respond. Uh, The last point I have on this, and we talked about a little bit with the freedom part, but healing. I never understood this. And again, thank goodness I haven't been put in this position. But I think it's remarkable when you see these stories where some really heinous crimes have happened. And let's say a, a mother has forgiven someone that has killed their child, I always used to say, I don't understand. I don't understand it. And I still can never understand it because I've never been in that position. Mm -hmm. But the spiritual side of that, or I always thought that, so it was interesting. I found a quote from uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, and he said, I think the first step is to understand that forgiveness does not exonerate the perpetrator. Forgiveness liberates the victim. It's a gift you give yourself. And that quote, like literally I was, it, it made sense. All of a Mm -hmm. sudden I was like, wait a minute. It's not that you're some higher being and like you are just an angel that's, that knows to forgive. It's they do it for themselves. They're not exonerating the act, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: they're also not going to put themselves in prison with that person.
1: Totally. Because you can sit there and be a victim for the rest of your life and be, you know, this person did this to me, blah, blah, blah. And then you're not able to move on with your life, right? You're going to be in prison, just constantly letting that, you know, bury you basically. Yeah,
0: and it perpetuates the crime over and over mm-hmm. and over again, making that that singular crime so much worse. And it, it is an interesting, and we talk about this frequently because the victim responsible thing Look, we've both been very blessed in our life. There's no question about it. And some of the people that we've surrounded ourselves with that have overcome things that are almost unimaginable, they have this down. Mm -hmm. They have this, I'm not going to let that mother, you know, blanker allow them to control my life. And Oprah would be maybe my best uh, well-known example. Mm -hmm. Like, Look, she shouldn't. Have succeeded the way she did based on, you know, some of the crappy stuff that happened to her and she rises above it every single day. So much so, and you know, this is why I'm posing it to you because you follow her far more than I do, but she rose above it and now she can actually do so much more against those, as I call them, heinous crimes.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She's a truly a phenomenal, phenomenal human
0: No, I just, uh, those are the examples of people where I just, I'm a bit in awe. Mm -hmm. And again, I feel fortunate not to be put in those positions, but I guess you equip yourself because adversity is going to strike. People are going to wrong you. And and maybe that's the last thing. The other thing to keep in mind, and this is uh, assume good intent is something I always call it. Sometimes when you're wronged, quote unquote, the other person that was not their intent. I don't believe there's a lot of people running around with pure malice in their heart. I just don't think that's the way the world works. There are some shitty people out there. Don't get me wrong, but assume good intent. So if somebody does, you know, do something, you can either bring it up or just forgive and say, hey, they had that bad day. They, they literally aren't equipped with those skills. So I don't know if you had anything else with that, but that comes to mind um, when I think of this subject.
1: Yeah, there's another quote that, um, that someone once told me, and, and if you can nail this, I'm still working on it, right? It's, it's tough sometimes for me, but what this person said was, you know, everyone is doing the best they can with the tools that they have. And that took me, I mean, I'm still working on that one. And I have to continue to remind myself all the time because sometimes you're just going, wait, what? Like, how do you not know that? Right. That's common sense. Or how do you not have the emotional capacity or intelligence to, you know, to do a, B and C, but not everyone's equipped with the same tools, right? We don't all have the same upbringings. We have, you know, different tragedies that have happened in our life. And if you, can get that down. I mean, I'm working on it and I can't wait till I can get that down because I think that will allow me to have more grace um, when people do idiotic things in my mind and just say, you know what? They're doing the best that they can with the tools that they have.
0: Yeah. Well, and as we talked about, we are open and not judging this year. That would be one of the things that we're really focused on because, again, that's really our perception, them doing something quote unquote idiotic. Right. That's your perception to them. It may be perfectly academic and the right thing to do. (laughs) All right. I would love to hear people's, maybe it's, you know what their process for forgiving if they have one, because I think it's remarkable when people can do it. And I think if the world again, tying this back into where we are today, look, there is with COVID with the political arena that it's been, so many people that love one another are focused on issues outside of their control and attributing that to the person they love. Screw that, man. Look, you love that person. You don't agree with them. That doesn't mean they're wrong, right? It just means you don't agree with them. So anyway, where can they share how they go through the forgiveness process?
1: Yeah. Feel free to email us anytime at info at com. And then on any of the social media um, outlets, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter at Let's Go Win 365.
0: Look, guys, fear to freedom is the whole part. That's what this podcast is all about. So don't be fearful to forgive. Be free. Love you guys. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to transcendinlifepodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend In Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.